Hello. If you are into conversations that are habitually disruptive, welcome to Confessions of a Crappy Christian, the Speakeasy Edition. Ooh, all right. So uh, the last few weeks have been a little tense in the, especially in the Christian conservative space, ever since Target unveiled their 2023 Pride campaign and the apparel and all of this stuff. And just right out the gate, I want to go on the record and say that I really think the new campaign is disgusting. I think it's unnecessary. I think a lot of the stuff is aimed at kids, which is absolutely inexcusable and unexplainable. They partnered with an open, like an openly Satanist graphic designer for a lot of the designs. And that was kind of the final straw for me. I think that was the final straw for a lot of people. The original claim was that there were these Satan respects pronouns pins being sold in the stores. And even though that specific thing turned out to be untrue, the designer himself makes and sells that design, but Target partnered with him to create the a lot of the apparel in the design. They have bathing suits for adolescents that are tuck friendly and have binding for the tops. I still haven't been able to confirm that one personally, but every day it's looking more and more accurate, which is really troublesome. A big one is that they partner and donate to GLSEN, an educational organization that is sketchy as brick. This group urges schools to hide kids' gender transitions from their parents, and they fight to keep pornographic books in libraries. They are on the front lines of the trans agenda being pushed on kids. You should know who they are. You should keep an eye out for them in your schools and in your businesses. The problem is they partner with a lot of people, not just Target. Target's at the center of a fever pitch right now because they are pushier and they're a little more in your face about it. And my question, especially last week, was are we punishing Target for being pushier while these other companies get away with it while being sketchy and sneaky about it, right? Walmart, State Farm, Wells Fargo, all these places are on the GLSEN website as partners and donators. The CEO of Apple, Tim Cook, got an award from this organization a year or two ago. It wasn't a blip in the news, but right now, because everybody's mad at Target, now we know about this association. And what's really interesting is that the tension within the Christian conservative space hasn't really been because of the campaign. It's really more focused around our collective response to it. Are we boycotting Target or are we not? If we are boycotting Target, are we boycotting all of the big box stores that have pride campaigns and partner with GLSEN? And simply asking these questions and not immediately jumping on a boycott bandwagon made people really, really mad, like shockingly mad. I personally probably haven't faced that much backlash from fellow conservatives and Christians in a minute, like probably since I came out of the cannabis closet. And the most confusing part is that I am in favor of a Target boycott. I went last week, stocked up on the few things that I use every day that I quite simply cannot get anywhere else. And my family's going to do our best to not shop at Target for the month of June. Target's stocks are tanking, their capital shares are tanking. The boycott is already effective because people are angry and they should be. And I have no problem 
taking part in that. I'm actually proud to. Like, you know what? If we are all collectively rallying and making a decision that, you know what? Y'all took this a step too far. You came for our kids. I am making a personally convicted decision to not shop at Target, not because it's a bandwagon, not because a social media influencer told me to, but because I have decided that I don't want to give you my money at minimum for the month of June. I am so in for that. I'm so down for that. I love seeing people come together. Look at what we did to Bud Light. I mean, we weren't Bud Light drinkers before, so I'm not going to act like we had a big part in that. And honestly, we're not huge Target shoppers. I go like once a month because it's inconvenient, it's out of the way, and it's annoying to get to. But I'll do that. I'll take part in that. But there are videos of conservatives who affiliate as Christians going into stores and pulling down entire displays, following managers around stores, berating them and filming them and asking questions, taking entire racks of clothes off the rack and putting them on the ground. I don't like that. I don't like that. Those people don't need my approval. They didn't ask my opinion. But I came out and said, you can boycott, you can be angry, you can call corporate and let them know you're canceling your account, but this stuff in the stores aimed at low-level employees, I don't think that's the move. And there were a handful of other creators who responded the same way, and that pissed people off even more. (laughs) Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. And that had them telling us we're lukewarm Christians, we're a part of the problem, we're complicit. Afraid of confrontation was one of them, which I was like, you must be new here because that's not it. But the biblical reference that they most often armed themselves with, almost exclusively armed themselves with was, well, you know, Jesus flipped tables. He got angry. He did something about it. He flipped tables. He put together a a whip and whipped people. Yep. Jesus did flip tables. Jesus flipped tables in a temple, not a target. Jesus flipped tables in the temple, not a secular market. And to be quite honest, I think a lot of the people who use this one-liner just haven't read the stories. Jesus actually cleansed the temple twice, once at the beginning of his ministry and once at the end. They're really similar instances. So just for the sake of brevity, we're going to focus on the account in Mark 11. It is Mark 11, 15 through 19. I'm just going to read it for you really quick. They came to Jerusalem and he went into the temple and began to throw out those buying and selling. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the chairs of those selling doves and would not permit anyone to carry goods through the temple. He was teaching them, is it not written, my house will be called a house of prayer for all nations, but you have made it a den of thieves. And then because this is the instance at the end of his ministry, this is actually when the chief priests and scribes heard him and started looking for a way to kill him for they were afraid of him because the whole crowd was astonished by his teaching, okay? Do you see why the context matters so deeply? Jesus flipped the tables of the money changers, of the people buying and selling in the temple. Now, what's a money changer? That's a great question. Let's do a quick history lesson. Jewish law required a temple tax. 
males over 20 paid a tax during Passover, Pentecost, or Tabernacles, and the money was used for the upkeep of the temple. So for these festivals, people travel from all over the place to come to the temple, and their foreign coins wouldn't be accepted as temple tax. So money changers would trade their coins, those foreign coins, for Jewish money, and they would charge them this exorbitant fee and make a huge profit off of the money changing. This is essentially, you get on a plane from America, you go to Europe, you go to the money changing place, and you give them American dollars, and they give you euros, but the person behind the counter charges you 15, 20% more and keeps the profit. So these people were exploiting the religious loyalty of the people, stealing from them, and doing it on temple grounds. There's also mention, it says, the chairs of those selling doves. People would sell sacrificial animals and overcharge for the animals, or the leadership would deem the sacrificial animal unclean and make them get a new one and then overcharge them for the clean one. So the money changers in the temple courts were very similar to tax collectors in that they exhorted money from their own people. That is whose tables Jesus flipped. People who exploited the poor, exploited the foreigner, exploited the children of God, and did it on temple grounds. Does that sound like a target? Does that sound like these other big box stores? No. Those places are of the world and they are behaving as such. And there should be consequences for their choices that come from conservatives and Christians. You want to do that? You want to make that choice? That's fine, but I'm not going to give you my money. I understand not wanting to give them your hard-earned money when they essentially hate you for your beliefs. But using a flipped table as an excuse to act a fool in these stores and even online is twisting scripture to fit your narrative. Jesus reserved his most scathing responses and actions for people who knew the truth of scripture and knew the truth of God and treated God's children like trash anyway and exploited them anyway. But the people who were caught up in sin, caught up in evil, in distraction and in pain, he got down on their level and he loved them. He loved them and he told them the truth. And I just have to believe that with the Holy Spirit's guidance, we are capable of doing the same. I personally am as outspoken as it gets about the ways that the transgender and rainbow mafia movement come for our kids. And I'm going to continue to use my platform to fight against lies and against indoctrination. And I'm going to keep saying things that piss off leftists and cause a ruckus. I'm going to boycott Target for the month of June and hopefully be a part of sending a message to these companies that continue down this slippery slope of wokeness. I'm also going to continue to point out that conservatives and Christians are embarrassing sometimes. I'm going to continue to ask hard questions like, are we boycotting Target because we feel personally convicted to or because it's a movement? I'm going to keep pushing back on the idea of screaming at people who won't boycott Target from a phone that was built with slave labor. If that makes you mad, it's okay. But Jesus didn't flip tables in Target no matter how much you wish he would have. Have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No? Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. 
I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. High amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So, at four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable, it's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals, and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself with 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast.